podcast world to another episode of Turn of the Millennials. I'm Stephanie. I'm Lindy. And today, and today on our episode, we have a very, very special guest today. Um, you guys have heard her name several times over several episodes because she's in a ton of my stories. Please welcome my high school BFF, Catherine. Hi, everyone. Hi. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you so thank much you for, for being coming. here. It's about Brittany. It's okay. Right? <laughs> so, as Catherine just said, our topic for our episode today, because it's 20, 20th. 20 years. No, 20th anniversary, 20, 2002. 20th anniversary of Britney Spears' movie, Crossroads. Yeah. The most amazing movie. Right? The most amazing movie. It was That's so great. Good. So good. Now, I so didn't see good. it in theaters as many times as you ladies did, but I did see it in theaters because I had to. It was like the girl, like, road trip coming of age film. Like, oh, they were always male at that time. So this was like our time, our yeah. film. Yeah. Is I was looking through my old stuff today. I was looking for the movie stubs for Crossroads because I you know still I still have them. Yeah. I thought I had them in my handbook, but they weren't in my handbook. So I looked, I have like this little box of all of my movie stubs from high school that I still oh have, <laughs> but I opened it and they, they all like faded really badly. Oh, so, she I can't tell. so, but I know I have them and I have four. We saw it four times. Yeah. I and think. I saw it a few times with other people who wanted to go and see it. <laughs> Lindy's face is so like, scary. you know, I'm cheating. <laughs> she cheated on you, Lindy. <laughs> I got it on VHS and watched it. All I probably, the time. It was probably yeah, like, Well, And I think you were part of that. You were over at my house watching it. So. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It came out on, it came out on VHS. We immediately bought it. Obviously. Yeah, of course. There it is. <laughs> the I original. Have... And you know what? Even though Steph's cat peed on it. Did he? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. You had, a box of my, you had a box of my movies when you were living with Fraser when oh. we were working at Jepsy. Okay. And, me, and Chili fucking peed on the box of VHS. I with like my NSYNC and my Hotel Live in New York and my Hanson Tulsa Tokyo. Oh my gosh. They all still cat. work though. Did you replace them? That's no. quality stuff. <laughs> they still work. We're good. We're good. They all still work. They all still work. <laughs> all right. So just a quick little overview of Crossroads. So it was released February fifteenth, two thousand and two. It stars, as we're saying, Britney Spears, Taryn Manning, Zoe Saldana. Um, it was written by Shonda Rhimes. It grossed sixty one point one million. It received a lot of negative reviews, unfortunately. Poor, poor Britney and the girls. Um, but it was better than Mariah's Glitter. <laughs> So that was Everything a positive, was <laughs> right? Everything. It had a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, nah. um, it was filmed during six months in 2001 down in Louisiana, Britney's hometown, uh, while she was recording her third album. It was originally titled What Friends Are For. And yeah, Justin Long called it the road trip buddy movie for girls. I love that it was Justin Long's fourth movie. Fourth movie? Oh, it was so funny is that I just do you remember Justin Long was in that movie Jeepers Creepers? Yes. <laughs> okay. And then and then he got Crossroads, right? Yeah. And I watched Jeepers Creepers. I'm like, oh my gosh, were you ever this young and just like so adorable? And then I kind of remember, you know, he was so pasty and everything yeah. in the Crossroads. You're like, oh, you're so cute and adorable. And, and then even Don though, Ball. even 
Yes. Oh, that was the one I, yeah. yeah. Dodgeball was 04. Yeah, that was two years later. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Justin Long is absolutely adorable in this movie. And like, so we'll get adorable. to it. But even though like he kind of was trying to gas later. <laughs> right. <laughs> I noticed that too. Trying, to trying to guilt her into having sex. Like. Yeah, it's true. But, he <laughs> but did, when she said no, he did accept it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Things weren't like that weren't being talked about then. Yeah. We didn't have those agendas back then. Uh, it was also nominated yeah. for uh, MTV Movie Awards and Teen Choice Awards. There were some Razzies, but I don't want to mention all of that. Uh, Britney Spears had recorded four original songs. Did it win any of the MTV Awards? Did it win no. any of them? It was just nominated. Oh. Unfortunately, it did not win. She only won Razzies. And like I said, I don't want to talk about those because too much negativity. She was robbed. Right? She was terribly yeah, robbed. I agree. Terribly robbed. Uh, she Anyways, recorded continue. four four songs uh, for the soundtrack, but they ended up being on her album, Overprotected, uh, Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, which she uses so shamelessly as her poem throughout the movie. <laughs> we all and, Oh, it. my God. When, like, when we went to go see it in theaters, I do remember there was, like, a couple of, like, 12 or 13-year-olds sitting behind us. So when he asked her to read, her, read him the poem and she started it, they all gasped. And me and Catherine turned around. We're like, yeah, we get it. It's her song. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin it for me, right? <laughs> Don't ruin it. And then I also had I Love Rock and Roll and Boombastic Love. And then the soundtrack actually had 22 songs, including Madonna, Shania Twain, and NSYNC. Boombastic, Boombastic Love? Boombastic was in the movie? It was on her CD. Yeah. The Britney CD. Yeah, Britney it's CD. not a Britney yeah. CD, yeah, but I don't remember. It wasn't in the movie. Yeah, but they had, it was originally but recorded, but they all ended up on her album. Weird. And then, of okay. course, NSYNC Bye 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 because she was dating Justin Timberlake at the time. And yeah. yeah. I had to make that, those fun little dates as well. That. I love that scene. Yeah. So Anytime cool. I hear Bye Bye Bye, that, that note where it's like, Bye Bye, that Zoe Saldana does, like, that's, that's what I think of when I hear that song. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually hear it a lot. It's played a lot on time. Oh, yeah. I hear Bye 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 all the time. Yeah. I hear a lot a of lot. old school NSYNC and Britney and stuff on, on time a lot. Because that's all I want to hear. I don't like today's music, so. Um, me neither. I hate me neither. I guess that would also go for a millennial moment. That because when we were younger, Chime was adult contemporary of our older parents' music, and now we're at the old age that it's now being played on Chime all the time. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't listen to Chime a lot. But me I listen to Pop 2K on Sirius. Yes, me too. And I that's where I have my jams. That's yeah. where I because like i don't like a lot of today's music like there's not much i like i absolutely you're, like justin bieber or something i don't like what you're putting out i so. completely agree with you on that like i fucking hate today's music and when i had serious i did listen to like the y2k and like 90s on nine and stuff a lot pop rocks um, is a good one as well i like that one yeah pop rocks is good, good. Too, yeah. um am i like the only one that has realized that when i was a kid actually i could use this as my millennial moment as a kid I hated the talking on the radio. I, mm -hmm. I was just like, just get to a freaking song. Like, just get to the damn music. But now as an adult, I prefer the talking over the music. Oh, really? I still hate it. I'm like, yeah, 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 I get it. This happened. Put the song on. Okay? <laughs> I don't care. If I want to hear Talk to Talk, I'll put on CNN. Put the song on. I don't <laughs> care what somebody did. Like, I just want to hear the music. That's all. I, I see. I haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I've got a half an hour drive to and from work, and we always listen to Chime. 
And like sometimes they play like today's music and I just some of it I just I can't fucking stop that, right. that song by Main Skin. Um, oh yeah, Began, Began. Began, oh, I fucking hate that song. It's That's like all over song. Instagram. Do you ever watch Instagram reels? Uh, maybe not really. I'm not. They, I don't know this song apparently, unless I might hear they, it on oh, Instagram. But this group is from Italy. Okay. And um, they the lead singer has well, first of all, do you remember he has this like crazy rocker vibe, but he's really tall and lanky and stuff like that, and it's he has this really raspy voice and he just kind of screams out the song but people use it in their instagram reel a lot especially when they're doing like they're doing um showing like um different outfits and stuff mm -hmm. i'm an instagram reel fan so i'm instagram obsessed so i, I have seen enough so i'm pretty sure I've, I've heard it i just don't recognize it off the top of my head I... oh, you'll you'll know it if you hear it yeah. yeah you'll know it if you hear it like um i i'm i've heard some of their other music like just through the youtube algorithm that we have that the rabbit hole goes down and like they're they're good like i don't hate main skin i hate that song and apparently it's a cover really okay i kind of like the song i haven't heard anything else from them so we'll see if they even last but um yeah like i just i hear the beginning notes and like i just get a chill down my spine like just like how some people feel when they hear like someone eating and they can hear that their teeth hit the silverware. Oh. A lot of people create that sound. I feel that way when I hear Goo Goo Dolls or Train. Or <laughs> it's like, come on, again? Or Theory of a Dead Man or Puddle of Mud, Nickelback. Oh, okay. Puddle of Mud, like that I Hate You song, that song's okay. But like, I was, no, that's P.O.D., isn't it? Wait, never mind. I'm over no, all Puddle of Mud. Yeah, it's Puddle okay, of Mud. I'm I'm over all that. That. Yeah. 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 I have a millennial moment. Okay. I was scrolling Instagram. As I told you, I love Instagram. And Nick Carter posted a photo of his like eight month old daughter. And it's his third kid. And I was like, man, you know, I'm old when Nick Carter has three kids and I have two. Like that's where, and, like he was, I loved him before he was married. Any of this nonsense, any of this drama in his life. House of Carters, everything. I'm like, I feel old. And then I'm reading this article about Gen Z versus millennials. And I just like, millennials was the best. <laughs> right. It really generation. was. And it's funny because I right. listened to country and Florida Georgia Line did a song with Backstreet Boys. And in the video, it's they're I with their they're with their wives. And you see the kids and I'm watching this. And I'm like, oh God, I'm old. I'm old. These guys like, you know, except they've got kids and they're with these families they've been with forever. And I'm like, oh, yep, we're we're there. <laughs> I love that song though. It's so good. <laughs> it's good I, I love I love Florida Georgia Line, so I love it. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> Lindy has no idea. I have nothing to say about Florida Georgia Line. I don't really listen to them. <laughs> yep. Lindy, get on board. Yeah, she's gonna song with Nelly. Come on. She, she went Come to on. she went metal, so she's not coming to country. <laughs> metal side. <laughs> so it is actually one of the highest grossing films in Japan due to Britney Spears' popularity at the time. Yeah, I, I read that. See that. I right. can see that she did really well overseas, really well, especially in Japan. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, it was Zoe Zeldana's fifth movie. Really? There was at yes. that time. Wow. Center yeah. stage um, and get over it. Center, yeah, right. center stage. Oh, and Drumline. Oh yes, Drumline. Drumline. I think was after. Was it? Yeah, I think they were both released in um, two thousand and two, so they might have been. They might have like crossed over, but I'm pretty sure Drumline was released after. 
Well, this and is I do remember center stage. That... Yeah, that was like 99. I don't remember, I like, I remember center stage, but not mm-hmm. entirely. Mandy Gell watched it all the time. Um, I loved that movie. So I, she was on my radar from the start. I yeah. I was yeah. so much into like the dancing movies. Like, for example, my VHS Crossroads that I watched yesterday, uh, one of the previews on it was Save the Last Dance. Yeah, I watched that one. That one made me feel fucking old. <laughs> the other that two were Orange County and Clockstock. That movie Save the Last Dance, though, was filmed in 99 and only came out in 2001. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That movie was okay, but it was a little sad. Yeah. Well, I'm watching a dance Wasn't movie. It? I want to see some, I want to see Happy and. Yeah. Like Step Up. I love the step yeah. up movies. Well, yeah, like I don't want to see, like, it's just sad. It's a yeah. sad story. It's Which is why Center different. Stage is so awesome. At the very end, they do their own ballet and it's to their, it's not to like cliche songs, it's to like Michael Jackson and Jamiroquai. And, and Prince. Great. And, 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 oh yeah, right? Jamiroquai. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. So it was like, Which I love it. I think Crossroads was nice too, because, well, I liked Crossroads because it had, I mean, there was some sentimental parts in it, but it also had that sort of lightheartedness. So, and it's like, we were the exact age she was when that movie came out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like so. There's so many girls that related to this movie um, through any three of their storylines. Yeah. Like uh-huh. whether you had issues with a parent or like Zoe and her fat issues with her mom. Or like, just right. being the popular girl, the girl from the wrong side of the yeah. tracks, the pregnant girl, the... the- Goody two shoes. Yeah, the smart goody two shoes girl. Like, yeah, like whoever it didn't matter who you were, I think there was someone in this movie to identify with. And I personally like, and I know Brittany made this choice. I liked how they put her in that innocent girl's uh role instead of Zoe Saldana's role. I know that there was some cross they were going to switch them and make her more Zoe Saldana's, but I like that they because Brittany was like sort of over sexualized and I think that's what she needed was that sort of softening at that time versus the one who was kind of tough and sexy and this kind of stuff so yeah they wanted more edgy doing my research on this big one of the things that I came across in IMDB is that Brittany's character Lucy was supposed to be more vulgar a a potty mouth like you know whatever but she fought hard for it to be the opposite because she did not want to tarnish the reputation she had yeah exactly that's what that's what was on the like anyway like the imdb trivia anyway which i thought was i don't know but also like going going in that direction i noticed while watching it yesterday that her wardrobe changed she progressed through the movie yeah like she became more open and more like comfortable in her own skin and everything you saw her wardrobe change with the way she felt about herself i guess Uh her personal style changed like her first outfit when she shows up on that on that morning for the road trip and she's wearing that yellow sweater with like the color sticking out the flower like blouse she was wearing the bucket and the little bucket hat and the white tennis shoes and stuff like that like just she just looks so girl next door yeah she was yeah Bucket hats. Yeah, she's pretty adorable. Like, like I, anytime she laughed or chuckled in the movie, I was just like, knowing what she went through, like what she had gone through over the last 13, 14 years, right, with her conservatorship, I'm just, I loved hearing her laugh because she has an adorable laugh. Right. Like, I definitely watching the movie Hindsight for sure. It's, you're like, oh, because now that we know what she's been through these last few years, what she went through during her career during that time. And 
And then of course you see Jimmy Lynn at the beginning now and you're like, mm. and then you hear her being like, I didn't, I'm a Spears too. And you're like, you've rode your sister's coattails. I'm sorry. You did. You did. Oh, yeah. I know. Jamie Lynn Pardon? Let's just wait for that Oprah interview. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, me too. I hope I'm able to watch it. I think you guys need to follow Brit. Do you guys follow Brittany on Instagram? I do. Yeah. Have you been seeing her big posts about her like, going after what Jamie Lynn's been saying? Okay, good. I actually yeah. just read one, like, as I was waiting for us to get on the Zoom call, I was going through it, and I, I saw one. I was reading one of her posts. It's yeah. like, there's some family trauma there. You know who I want to hear about, though, is what's her feeling towards her brother? Yeah. yeah. He's like, kind of been behind the scenes all along, and you don't really hear much about him. Exactly. And I know she was close with his daughter. Maybe he didn't ask for too much money. Like he didn't really you. seem to, you didn't really see him ride her coattails or anything as much, but. He, I know he worked behind the scenes on the business side. Okay. He was, I remember thinking this is ridiculous. He was the CEO of her global brand. I'm like, great. Somebody who has no experience in business is going, yeah. I mean, I would have a better ability than he does. because and, and I have no business working in business, in business. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I just never hear about him. Like you hear about the dad, you hear about Jamie Lynn, but I really want to hear more about the dad, the brother, and the mom a bit more. Well, I did remember reading like something where she said like there was no one in her immediate family that did not benefit monetarily from her. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. brother as well. With what she said though, if I had a brother who was as famous as Britney Spears, I'd be like hello <laughs> yeah like employ me i would i would want to earn my paycheck i wouldn't yes. want to, on her, to her coattails like the rest of the family did right but exactly i would still kind of expect like a little bit of favoritism by like giving me a job exactly <laughs> one yes. that i'm qualified to do no yeah do you remember the guy that she was engaged to when she started doing the las vegas residency and he was managing her for a bit yes i just don't remember his she, name he was in the criminal music video yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then they broke up their engagement. How much a part was he of how how much was he a part of that conservatorship? What like what was going on there? If he was really truly in love with her, how come he didn't push for that? What's going on there? Whereas her new fiance Sam Asgari, he's like, get these people away from me. She is an independent woman. She can do it. She's fine. Yeah. So what's what? I would love to know. I mean, obviously, it's none of my business, but you know. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't be upset if that came out on the news and I right. <laughs> had to learn if about he, it. If he was a pawn in kind of her family's. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Like, was he right? What did yeah. he, if, if he truly loved her, why wasn't he pushing for her to be healthy and move on? Yeah. Cause he, I understand he, why yeah. the conservatorship happened in 2007, but it should have only lasted for a year or two and had her build her way to independence. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've, I've reading, the amount of literature I've read on Britney's conservatorship and the conservatorship, the way conservatorship laws work in general in California, a lot of people state that the, the conservatorship law in California really only stands to benefit the person in charge of that person, not the person that needs help. Like there, there yeah. was a lot of testimony saying like I was in a conservatorship. Oh, it's doing that again. Crap. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, no, like the conservatorship laws in California stand like you, you benefit from being a conservatorship over someone. It doesn't yeah. really help the person that needs it. Yeah. It's all about money because it, everybody gets a kickback from it, except the person it's supposed to be helping. 
And my husband made a comment. He goes, you know, Britney Spears, I know you love her and stuff, but he goes, was it really worth it for her to be famous for this to happen to her, all of this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if you put it like that, no, of course it wasn't. I mean, it was a terrible situation she was in. And I mean, she's still kind of dealing with it. Probably not. It was a downfall of uh, a lot of different things, kind of like a domino effect. Like it just everything. But overall greed from the family too. Right? Yeah, it boiled down to a point. I mean, because like look at all of the child stars that were exploited by their parents. Jackson Five for starters, oh, yeah, like right there. Or uh, who was the other one? Judy oh, Garland one. and all um, of them back in the, like all of those MGM stars that were yeah, exploited Judy through. Yeah, Mickey you know. like they were all so like young stars have been exploited Shirley Temple. forever, and it's yeah, good example. Yeah. It's only been in like the last ten years or so that people are really starting to talk about it. Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, look what happened to them. Yeah, like, and Frankie Muniz, look what happened to him, and yeah. Like uh, it, being it does, a child star is just not worth. Not everybody gets out of it alive. Or and I think, I think it depends on the soil. parents and support system that are around them as well. If like the ones who seem to be okay and make a transition or make I guess make it out alive are ones that maybe might have parents that are a little more supportive or not pushing them, being like I don't want you to do this, but if it's gonna make you happy, we'll do it. And as soon as you hate it, we're taking you out, type thing. Or if they see red example, flags. Lindsay Lohan and her mom. Oh, yes. Forgot her. The fuck happened with that one? Try to blame it all on Michael, but it was totally Dina too. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I have kids and I like when my daughter was really young, she was the cutest baby. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put her in baby modeling and stuff. And then I thought, no, that's just for me. Like, yeah, she's cute. But does she want to go drive to Toronto and sit in a pretty frilly dress? in front of strangers no that would be for me so i decided never to do it and i figured we only do things now if it's like well are you interested in doing this mm-hmm. great we'll see it through for the time we paid for it past that you have to make your decision yeah. like it's i think that's where parents were just more selfish and i think there's a lot of parents who see this like disney paycheck you know and they have those open calls to disney all the time bring your kid by they'll be a disney star i would never want people to know my kid's face globally because aaron like my fiance i don't know he was a child actor he was in a ton of commercials like he was a stand-in and extra in movies and blah blah like his brother was the stand-in santa claus for the kid charlie he was involved in all of that and his mom dragged him to so many auditions and this and he fucking hated it he fucking hated it like, and yeah. it's just not worth it to put your kids through that for your own selfish reasons and needs. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that they had, and it was in good intentions at the time, but it just didn't end up being the, his out of his best interest. But I feel like the only reason your parents are probably going to put you into some kind of child or acting or entertaining of sort is mostly for their own greed because they want some kind of money. And maybe they think it's for their yeah. best interest of maybe for their kid's college or something, but it ultimately comes down that they want the money for something. And some of them see it that it becomes like said more and I more of a payday. I think most parents do do it with good intentions, but it there's like an overtone of selfishness there, mm-hmm. or an undertone, I should say, of selfishness when they do put their kids into those situations. Unless the kid really, really, really wants it. Like for example, I'm I know whatever Jody Sweet read her book. I listen to her podcast all the time, and like her mom, like she states how much her parents did not push her into this role. Mm-hmm. She, she still had problems, remember? 
she still ended up with issues. Like I, yeah. I just read her book, and like I can't believe she survived what she went through. And like, the Olsen twins. So there's people. another perfect example. Look at the eating disorders and the bizarre marriage to that old guy. And are they still married? No, Recently but I guess. Divorced, I think. Yes, but I guess he's a little nuts and controlling and a bad they situation. Supported their family for how long? Like, well, exactly. I mean, it worked out for the younger sister. Look at the actress she's in. She's been in those Marvel Avenger movies, yeah. and she's doing well. But I don't know if it's worth it. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. The Kulk. Yes, there's I another one. That, you know yeah. what? There's this whole world revolving around bringing, having laws. Like, there's the Coogan Law in the States, or the Coogan Law for children who are acting. But there's this whole revolt now of taking kids off the internet without their consent and a kid cannot consent like if i said to my daughter we're going to be in a video let's make a funny dance she'd be like okay that's not her consenting she doesn't understand she's six she's so it's about consent law. about like you know family vlogs instagram posting your kids and all that stuff for monetary gain mm-hmm. and there's people who are actively trying to fight that to try and get these kids off the internet and I mean, the Coogan law protects them if it's a movie or a TV show, but yeah. what do you do when it's not that, right? Yeah. Well, I, the only thing I respect about Brittany is that she respects her son's choice not to be on yeah. her Instagram or things. Like, she will only share if she goes, they have allowed me, they've said it's okay for me to share this. Yeah. And all yeah. she'll say is, I'm just so proud of them. They're amazing young men. And she'll maybe show a picture of something they drew them or her or anything. But I appreciate that she is not one of those moms trying to get attention from her son. That's one thing yeah. I do appreciate. Kristen Bell's the mm-hmm. same. Every time she posts them, she always puts like the emoji faces over her kids' faces. So it's just maybe the body. Sarah Michelle so you... Geller. Yeah. And yeah. Jr. They do the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you can still pose with your kids, but you don't need their faces out there. Like I think Blake again. Lively and Ryan Reynolds do it too. I think so. A lot you of them are never starting to see do it. them. Well, we only saw them at the um, star that when he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were there. But I mean, you never see them. And that's how it should be. It's yeah. not about them. It's not about their, the kids, Ryan Reynolds in a movie, whatever. That's great. But I don't, remember, I don't remember which celebrities it is. But there's a handful of celebrities out there that are trying to create a law that tabloids are not allowed to print pictures of celebrities kids. For monetary as, gain, as they have should. to be age older in order to print anything like or, any or have to blur out the face or something like that. Yeah, like because the kids did not choose this lifestyle, they were born into it. And I agree with that. I actually, I too. hope it gets passed. Me too, absolutely. Yeah. I totally yeah. hope so. But Petro, okay, okay, so back to the movie. Yay, technology. Um, Melissa Jones, back Hart. to the movie. Yeah, was um, actually considered for the part of Mimi, and Madonna was supposed to be Britney's mom, but Kim Cattrall. Had it instead because I guess I have scheduling conflicts or something. Yeah, I saw that. Also, I saw that Brie Larson has a minor role. Did not see her. Could not find her. Um, was I, she one of the kids? No, I, I don't think, think so. I think she's in the hallway. Like she's maybe? not listed in. Like she may have been like an extra or something, but she's definitely not credited on IMDb. And I Google searched like a lot of things to try to find who she was, like what role she played, and the only thing I could find were pictures of her at the Crossroads premiere that was it like oh. I couldn't find who she was in this movie I think she was just an extra in the school because she was exactly. like 13 or 14 at the time like she probably would have just been a student yeah. she was young so when it comes to Kim Cattrall 
um, people were up in arms because Britney Spears, you remember, she was saying, oh, I love Sex and the City. I love that show. And they're like, oh, you're 19. Why are you watching that? And she begged Kim to be in the movie. Yeah. I read that Kim Cattrall agreed to be in the movie because Britney Spears, she was curious about Britney. That's what I read. Oh, I see. And I read the other thing. But you know what? Either way works for me. They both had love for each other. So clearly that's why they wanted to do it together. Kim Cattrall isn't as salty as we thought she was anyway. So another thing about Kim Cattrall is that her portrayal, like her unsentimental portrayal and the fact that she left her daughter was very like unheard of at the time. Yes. I really needed need to mention like I think this movie undertones a lot of body autonomy because that situation right there Britney says to Anson Mount's character Ben that her mother said that her father made her have her and that she was in- so Britney's mom had no choice over her own reproductive system yeah and they they put her as like the non-nurturing yeah. mother yeah but how crushed was she like it the second her mom opened the door and was like can i help you you could see the look of like crushness in her eyes like her mom didn't even recognize her yeah how is there not some kind of connection that you didn't realize that this was me and your other daughter unless she mentally completely just made a block in her brain about it maybe maybe well, how old in the movie, how old was Kim, how old was Britney Spears' character when she, the mom would have left? I, I can't remember. Three. I think she says Okay, so like, three. if you think of Britney when she was three, like we've seen pictures and how she looks now, I wouldn't yeah. recognize her. Yeah, I think there's tells, but I don't know. Like, I'm not a biological mom, so I wouldn't be able to say, like, would you be able to recognize like, you your f- daughter from three and then see her and then see her as 16 and then like, Would there her? not be a connection that you would instantly feel with this child being like, whoa yeah. i don't know i mean i don't know i i i love my kids my, and I'm there's a them. lot of parents there's a lot of parents out there that shouldn't have been parents that is so, true this is true that's true yeah and, and she, she just seems to be one of them and exactly it's something Brittany. that's not it's not portrayed as well it's always it's always the deadbeat dads that leave it's never the mom that leaves so this was also an interesting twist on you know yes that whole storyline mm-hmm. oh and asteroid as her dad yeah, who was shocked as ever to see Dan Aykroyd in a Britney Spears Me movie? Too. I thought, okay, what's happening to your career? <laughs> I wasn't sure because I was like, like, aren't you a Ghostbuster? Right, <laughs> right. And he actually created like a whole backstory that like his character was in the military and like this and Navy. that for in the yeah. Navy. Like his friend drew the Navy tattoo that's on his arm in the movie. Yep, like. <laughs> It was so cute, though. Right. I mean, it really was. And yeah, I agree with you. You know, she didn't want to have the baby and he really wanted to be a, a dad and stuff. But it was so sweet, you know, and you watch him progress through the movie. And at the end, what happens at the end? I will get to that. I know. But it warms my my heart. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah, me too. Especially like his. Prog- yeah, his progression throughout the movie, like especially at the end. Yeah, it's yeah. just I, I wrote it down. I was just like, so but, like, I how guess- about that opening scene where she's dancing around? Her room in her underwear singing in a do a brush like everybody fucking did i don't know about you guys i, I did it i did it i'm I sorry i love those did that we all the boy shorts yes those yeah. were the best at that time i loved those i remember american eagle came out with a whole line and i bought them all it was the sense yeah, it did too obsessed. yeah obsessed obsessed, obsessed with yep. them i loved them i even have 
have a note like during the karaoke scene where I'm like, remember when it was considered cool to show the the waistband of your boy panties like above your jeans? It's coming. It'll come back, Lindy. The nineties are coming back. So so TLC. TLC. It'll make its way back again. Uh, It's coming back. It was on the Victoria's Secret runway. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought that was so cute, and I thought that's so Britney. I love the the Uber two thousand fashion. And just her bedroom and the way it was decorated, like the post. That reminded me of Lindy's room, right? Like that was Lindy was ten times that. It's true. Like uh, just the old stereo and all of her stuff. Like it's so two thousands teeny room, and I loved every moment of it. Me too. Me too. And for those who don't know, Lindy's room was riddled with posters. I think there was an ounce of wall space left. Didn't we post some pictures of my my room back then? Because I have pictures of it. Yeah, I saw them. I saw them. They're super cute. I posted some. I know I posted some of my room back then, and it's literally like one wall is NSYNC, one wall is Hanson, one wall was Britney, like one was probably JTT at the time. Speaking of which, Lindy and I both liked Justin Timberlake, but she would lie to me and tell me she liked plants <laughs> so that we wouldn't fight. And then we had a full-blown fight when she finally admitted to me that she liked Justin Timberlake <laughs> in high school. I was conceding because I was a believer in um, Pose Over Bros. <laughs> I conceded. I allowed you to have him. I remember, oh my gosh, I, I know I mentioned this in a previous episode, but do you remember what, how mad you were when you found out that Britney and Justin were dating, but you couldn't be mad at her because you still loved her so much. So yeah, you were very- I, it was really hard for me because I was in my mind really like, you know, when you're, you're 17, Mary, you're marrying Justin, them. Justin, I know. I was so upset. It actually really bothered me. And I know that like Lindy probably was like, you gotta pull it together. <laughs> I was so upset. It took like two months for me to get over that. <laughs> oh, our fights in high school were legendary though. <laughs> Like there were times like we wouldn't talk for like weeks because of something so stupid. Like remember when I got mad at you because you went into my homework? <laughs> terrible, terrible. Like, there, was, there was one time she said that she would do it for me, and then I guess like ran out of time or something, and it, and then I I got mad and I didn't talk to you for like a week. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's on you then. <laughs> yeah, and you're the only reason I passed that at all. <laughs> like, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank right? you. So that last final year of Latin, I'm pretty sure Magistere Fontaine just passed me, so I wouldn't have to take Latin again. Probably. I remember our projects together. Yeah. <laughs> you did like all the work. Yeah. It was horrible. I know. I can remember you. I would literally do your homework for you. <laughs> I was such a lazy student. I was a coaster for sure. Anyway, yeah. back to Crossing. I can definitely I can definitely see that just based on the way that you like used to dress and like kind of everything I'm like I can see you being that slacker coaster through high school that could be your, your you know. I was the boy of our group a little bit but Catherine I'm wearing pink good for you good for you pink is still my favorite color I saw Brittany in Vegas oh nice did you really yeah I went we went for my birthday and it was amazing how close were you at her show um well my husband wouldn't pay extra for the spots right in front unacceptable (laughs) which i was like you know what it was not that bad to meet her and everything like i would have paid for it but he's he wouldn't waste the money um we were like so she had her main stage and then we were probably like 30 rows up okay Okay. it's not too bad it's only the stadium or the 
theater only held 5,000 people. So it wasn't nosebleeds like the two that we went to. No, no. You were close. And like smoked into each other. No, you were close. Like you could see her. You could, you could like see what was going on. Like I didn't have to have my binoculars. (laughs) I was close. I was close. Oh, do you remember the Brady binoculars we had? Yep. Oh my gosh. The memories. How much do you regret not going to her third concert and choosing grad formal instead? So much because grad formal was kind of boring. Wasn't it though? And I was so angry because. I found my grad night champagne flute the other day. Did you? I still have my dress. I don't. I didn't want to get rid of it. I really liked my dress, but that was it. (laughs) And I was so angry because. When we were walking in, it had a train and Tiffany stepped on it and it ripped. And I was so angry. And I oh, sat the first hour at the prom like this. <laughs> I, think I, I, was so, that. I mean, that just proves to you how childish how childish we were back then. Because like oh, I was. I think back to the petty fights we had and the things we've done and shit we did. I'm just like, God, teenagers are just awful. It doesn't matter. I know. They are. It doesn't matter what generation <laughs> they are. Teenagers are awful. Always awful. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Exactly. So I guess maybe we should yep. do a little synopsis on the movie, kind of, maybe? Yes. You want me just to read the back of the VHS tape? Alrighty, yes. let's do it! <laughs> Starring superstar Britney Spears, Crossroads is an inspired, fun-filled adventure about taking risks, pursuing dreams, and making friendships at last. Watch me and two childhood friends embark on a cross-country adventure that is sure to change their lives forever. I agree with that synopsis. <laughs> right, I do agree with that synopsis. It's a little, little short, but I could agree with it. See the three of them hop in a car with a guy that's going to LA to pursue their well, dreams. Beyonce. First off, the funny part is because it's kind of as funny since you guys haven't seen each other in a while. It starts the movie off as little eight-year-olds, and they put this like treasure yeah. in the ground, and they say they're not supposed to open Time it capsule. until grad night, which is ten years later, so eighteen years. Like so, don't say basically this. You see, ten years later, that they have—they're not friends anymore. They've all kind of gone their separate ways and stuff like that. Which, as is life, you know, we get it. <laughs> so they come to—they come to prom night, and then that's when they decide that Mimi tells them that she's going to California for some kind of singing she's contest. Be a singer. Yeah. Yes, she's going to be a singer. Yeah. And then if she want, if they want to go with her, they can. But they're like, no, we're not going to go to California. That seems so weird. And she's getting she's getting a ride with this guy she knows. Which turns out to be Anson Mound, who was playing at their prom, and Zoe Saldana was kind of smiling at him. Remember, she's like, "Oh, he's so cute, he's so sexy." But she's engaged to a guy that had graduated the year before, who's in LA for school. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make make a point that Anson Mount was playing guitar for Bowling for Soup. Yes, which is funny. And then Zoe Saldana also mentioned he's a killer, or they. They said he was in jail. He said, I heard he was in jail for killing a guy or something. Yeah, really killed yeah. a guy. But I found out something really interesting about Anson Mount. His full name is Anson Adams Mount the Fourth. Okay. Oh, His really? Is Anson Adams Mount the Third? His dad is the second. Huh? No. Huh? His dad so would I'm have like, been Junior. Know, three and four. His dad would have been. It's Senior, well, Junior, oh, the Wikipedia. Third, the Fourth. On Wikipedia, it says the second, not Junior. Oh, usually what it is, is it'll be like, but, it'll start senior, junior, and then it'll be like yeah. the third, because you're the third one. But they're brothers. Normally, it's just like the firstborn son gets the next oh. one. So like technically the third, ha- his son would be the fourth. So they have the same name, even though they're brothers? Boys, I mean, one, 
exactly the same name. One's the third and one's the fourth. Like literally, do they call us three and four? Get over here, right? How do you do they call one Anson and one Adams? Like maybe I find that super confusing. Robert Just De Niro convinced him to take that part, though. He was like, I don't know if I want to do a Britney yeah, movie, and then Robert De Niro, yeah, convinced him. Yeah, he also read lines with him. However, Anson Mount didn't really do much. Of I mean, he was in that Skulls Two movie. He's now. Yes. He is Captain Christopher Pike in the new Star Trek series. Oh, okay. is he? Yeah. Okay. I did a quick IMDb search on. He he never stopped working, but he's he did a lot of like independent films, not so much blockbusters and stuff. Yeah, I could see that. Movie. So they yeah. all hop into this car, right? Yes. And Brittany's gonna go meet her mom. So you tell that to your fiance, and Taryn Manning's character Mimi is gonna go to this contest Brittany stops well, in Arizona though she wasn't gonna go all the way to California yeah. her mom was yeah in Arizona. she was gonna yeah. hitch a ride yeah, yeah. hitch a ride with them. Yeah. I got to say I need to mention so from I don't know where in Georgia they are but from Georgia to LA is a day and eight hours oh drive. Dude, so it's I have a whole entire thing on this <laughs> yeah and then when when Aaron and I went um to Alberta Alberta was a day and 11 hours and it was 2140 miles Okay, this is how I've broken it down, Lindy. I did the same thing as I was watching it. I was breaking it down based on where they were saying the signs are. So many days for them to get to California. Hold on. So they leave at 7 a.m. the day they go, and it's summertime. No, it's not winter. It's not like short days or whatever. And so from, say, Savannah, which is literally the edge of Georgia, uh, like, you know, the very edge of Georgia, to get to Columbus, which is the other side of Georgia, is four hours. To get to Butler, Alabama is seven to eight hours from Savannah, which is apparently where they stopped at nighttime to have uh, dinner, even though it was dark as hell out. It should still be daylight out at dinner. Um, and then to Natchez is Mississippi because they stop in Mississippi. I think that's where they break down is in Mississippi. Was it 10 to 11 hours? Louisiana is where they break down. Yeah. You know who was born in Mississippi? Oh, that's next. Sorry. Leesville, Louisiana. Lance. Lance Bass. Remember, he would say, "Am I crooked? Crooked? I I hug that contact 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 I but they had the car break down, remember? Yeah, their car did break down for a full day. And so no one did. brought any money. Yeah. This is true. And so then it did. was 35 to 36 hours to Los Angeles. And then the route they took doesn't even make sense either. Where they Why? stopped? Because basically they were going like down this way. Like they started in Georgia. Like they started here. They were going down this way and coming over when they could have just went across like this. They took they the stupidest route. to Arizona. Yeah, they had to get Brittany to Arizona. It was the New Orleans. New Orleans makes no sense. Because New Orleans is actually at the coast of Louisiana. They yeah. sure just went like this. So why did they go down, detour all the way down to New Orleans, which is probably like four hours out of their way, just to make some money to come back up and go out? Like, because if the car broke down, it wasn't like, why were they in New Orleans? It just all didn't make sense. That part didn't make Are sense to sure me. They were in New Orleans and not just another place in Louisiana that looked like New Orleans. And they I definitely made it look there. like it was New Orleans. It, yeah, they definitely did. But, but when they break down in Louisiana, Kit is like, where the hell am I? Where am I? And, and he's like, Louisiana. And like, she's from Louisiana. Right. Like, this is not I, I like that. Up. That was so cute. I just like how nobody brought any money on this car trip. 
right? They have like, like dollars between the, the four of them. The which four of them. They all have roughly around $100. How did Anson what? Mount's character not have more if he's the one who's driving the car who needs the gas? Like, how did he have not more money to at least help? I know it sucks, but still. Yeah, like I, th- I bet you he figured, though, he was driving these girls and they would chip in. And remember, he just killed the guy, so he, <laughs> he and I, I love when they go to the grocery store to get food and they're playing that song, How I Could Just Kill a Man or whatever, and she's oh, like, yo! Yeah, and she yeah. runs into the store with <laughs> no. them. That was so cute. It was so cute. I do think that one was one of my favorite, My one of my favorite lines of the movie was like, he's like, when he asked them, he's like, y'all really thought that I killed someone? They're like, well, yeah, he goes, what the hell were you thinking getting in a car with a homicidal maniac? Right? And they're all just <laughs> laughing. Like, ha, ha, ha. And it's like, really, guys, honestly, what were you thinking? And I mean, now with today, what's going on in today, it really was pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, like, come on. They probably figured they were safe because there was three against one. The three of them could take him, dude. Well, I think Mimi knew him from the trailer park, right? I think she, so. Yeah, she or some knew, friends. Like, friends. Yeah. And they vouched for him. And it turned out he wasn't a murderer. He had tried to save his, his, past, his, his, his stepsister something from being a, abused yeah. by his father, stepfather. Yeah, so it all worked out. Yeah, he spent yeah. six months in jail for state for saving his stepsister, which yeah. it just goes to show like the justice system back then was still fucked up as it is now. Yeah, CAS but, doesn't do anything. Pretty much. Yeah, so they're stuck in Louisiana. They go and try to get... Uh, some money and karaoke they, night karaoke night and mimi tries to sing because she's the one who wanted to be a singer as we all heard like you know that's yeah. the reason why she's going to los angeles and then she gets up there and they're all making fun of her because she's a pregnant girl then she gets all scared can't sing so of course britney takes over and does well, her amazing it's her movie and she's a professional singer so of course yeah you can't not have her singing in the movie you can't not have them sing in their own movie <laughs> right of yeah course. exactly exactly and they're like wow you're a good singer well you can really sing right yeah i love I loved Anson Mount's face, like when she was singing and stuff, and she starts really performing, and he's just like, "Where is this coming from?" Because she's <laughs> Who is this so girl? shy and quiet and like reserved, kind of like daddy's little girl, kind of. And then she comes out on the stage; she's fucking sexy as all hell, yeah. over-sexualized. And yeah, like I loved his face. I loved his reaction. <laughs> you know what we forgot about though? Remember before that night they had stopped in a hotel previously previous to that and it was that dumpy motel remember and she filmed part of her i'm not a girl not yet a woman video in there do you remember no, that really? I think yeah, yeah i think so. part is in the background and it remembers they were all just kind of disgusted by how gross it was it's just so funny because uh zoe saldana's character was kind of like i'm not standing here y'all i can't I remember she sat on the bed and it like well i guess i'll take this bed <laughs> yeah the glass, right? like it was it was funny but then yeah so they're at this concert and they end up making all this money so they can pay for the car and get to california mm-hmm. yeah. um i do need to make a note though like um something that i did notice remember when she's being harassed by that guy yeah and yeah. anson comes over and defends her if, okay one i really think they should have written it that she saved herself two i detest the next scene where Aunt, where Ben's character says, I don't blame you for what happened tonight. Fuck you. You're going to put that on her. You're going to make her feel guilty for a guy pushing himself on her that you had to elbow in the face. Like that's yeah. where that victim blaming comes from is media. It's such a different time though from back yeah, then. Like we weren't talking yeah. about it then, but like looking at it in hindsight, it's like, fuck. 
Like that is a really rude line. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And then Brittany fucking later like apologizes. Like, no, that wasn't your fault. Like you shouldn't have to apologize for that. And that guy put him in that situation. And the other thing about him that bugged me was when um, there he falls asleep in the car after that because he's been up all night and then the girls take it and then <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. But then he get he freaks out because he's like, it's my car. And then girls just took over my car. And they've been taking over my car. for. It's like, dude, calm down, calm down. I, I like, get it though. I understand. And I found his freak out absolutely hilarious. I love when he had his little temper tantrum. And, and he's so like, the bushes. <laughs> I love though when Britney Spears was in that and she had her cute little yellow shirt on and her tracksuit and her, her hair all messy. I thought she just looked so adorable there. Yeah. Like just so yeah. casual and cute and just, I, I thought she was so sweet. Absolutely. My second favorite line happens during this scene where they're like, this is stealing, you know? She's like, it's not stealing when he's with you. No, it's kidnapping. <laughs> And I also liked when they say Kit and I voted and you lost. Oh, they say it twice and I <laughs> yeah. fucking crack up every time. Every time. It's so Because <laughs> like, like Catherine, didn't we use that line a lot? Yes. Yeah. After the fact, we're just like, yeah, we well, Catherine. voted, you lost. Yeah. yeah. We voted, you a lost. Lot. We used a lot of those lines. Yep. Yes. Yeah. We that was a, I think we used it against Katie a lot. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. <laughs> well, why do I have to do it? Well, because Catherine and I voted and you lost. <laughs> Yes, I kind of remember that a lot. Poor Katie. Poor Katie. <laughs> she put up with so much. <laughs> so one thing I also, from that scene when they're driving around, that t-shirt, the Southern University t-shirt, yep. I found an interesting little fun tidbit about this one, which was just kind of nice, especially in our current climate. Probably. So basically it is a, an Afri a predominantly African-American school in Baton, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And the reason for this uh, was she wanted to, like she picked up at the thrift store, put it on her character because she's from Louisiana, but a lot of people were kind of, they were like, we were just glad that she was wearing it and brought representation to our school. Even if she is a, per a white girl wearing a, you know, a t-shirt from a school of color. They're like, they brought, like she brought notoriety, notoriety, but yeah. like some, you know, stuff to our school. And we are appreciative for that. Cause I think it says it's only like what, 17,000 students on the main campus. So it's just a little school. I do need to ask us, rewind to the karaoke scene really quick. Um, <laughs> how much money did they actually win? They didn't say. Because they had enough for the car, which was three fifty plus labor. A luxury they had hotel. Really nice hotel room. Plus, like, the next three nights of hotel rooms. Room service for the night that wow. they got drunk. Yeah, because like, they stayed up. Were hundreds into there? Because, like, I would never. I like the. I think the highest bill, like, like, because he had it separated in like five piles. To me, meaning ones, fives, tens, twenties, fifties. Who puts a fifty in there? Like, I guess if you're drinking a lot, anyway. right? Yeah, I guess. But still, like, you, you got to wonder. Like, it had to have been well over a thousand dollars. Like, more than that. Why not? More than that, I have yeah. to. Yeah, for luxury thousand, hotels. Like, like I always assumed they had like three thousand dollars there. Yeah, yeah, it had to have been quite a lot to yeah. in order to like afford all of that. But uh, yeah, so we should talk about like that that drunken scene, that drunken night in the hotel room that night after karaoke, like before oh, yeah. they kidnapped Ben in his car, <laughs> where Kit finally tells them why she's pregnant. Yeah, they all kind of open yeah. up with each other to kind of just get to know each other again, basically. And I really, I really feel. Kit's story about like you know being prettier than her mama was even worse than being fat. Ouch, like ouch. 
You can't just, win, basically. She was never getting her mom's approval is what she was searching for, and she was never going to get it because... Her mom's just too jealous of anything. Yeah, her Definitely mom's not. got issues to work on from herself first. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I just... And then, like, the story with like, with uh, Mimi, how she tells him that she was sexually assaulted and all, like, her entire story. You can kind of see Kit's character already putting the puzzle pieces together in yeah. that you can already see her wheels turning being like that sounds familiar you know because it ends up being dylan right yeah. yeah it's just awful that that happens and i just i love that there was some representation of that in this movie that where mimi wasn't ashamed or like she was ashamed but she shouldn't have been ashamed and kit and lucy really comfort her in that i think that's indicative of though like she was portrayed as this trailer girl trailer park girl and you know the 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 dylan you know he's this good-looking athlete he's got the beautiful girlfriend he comes from money. yeah he probably comes from money um so you know she's on the as you would say wrong side of the track so who's gonna believe what she's got going on oh, right yes, yeah. i think that's you know and and so he took advantage of the situation and <clears throat> which is not right at all but that's how in his mind it was going kind of reminiscent to a lot of movies like um remember the rage carrie too mm -hmm. yeah and those really rich kids and they had uh, the girl from the wrong side of the tracks what's his face zachary ty Bryan, wasn't it perfect example sugar. right sugar yeah, and spice I think so. yeah they got the girl oh, sugar the and little, spice. yes her dad was like a gun seller or something and she was kind of like a you know Burn. wrong side of the track Burn, yeah. Yeah. like all these movies right around that time right all had that same type of idea girl from the wrong side of tracks is rich guy who can get away with every anything and yeah. then it all falls apart on them yeah. and that's where i think media has to hold a lot of their own responsibility um for things like that because i think a girl from the wrong side of the track sees that because mm -hmm. of the patriarchy that has been drilled into our minds since birth that it was our fault it we shouldn't have been wearing that we shouldn't have been there at that time we shouldn't have said what we said we shouldn't have looked the way we looked when in actuality it's always the perpetrator's fault always 100 always no is no guys no is no sorry no means no by ricky j just popped into my head <laughs> which is a terrible song <laughs> let's be real uh you can hit it for a minute girl no, no means no. no just for a minute girl no means no like <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> terrible song. So they have the next night in Arizona where she tries to teach Kit to fight and then she gets the so bit by cute. something. Like, and then when she tries to punch, she's like, ah, oh. she goes way past where she's supposed to. But it all worked out in the end because she did pick up something as we'll right. talk about later on, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. But then when, when, when fucking Mimi, she gets bit on the ass. Yeah. Something bit me. It could have been a snake. <laughs> Seemed like it worked out for her, though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, she goes to meet her mom. And then, like, oh. they stay overnight in Arizona, I guess, obviously, just to, I guess, which is funny. I, I'm surprised that they stayed overnight. Like, I guess they, maybe just to see if something would go wrong or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they were just like, because you, you really don't know who how someone's going to react in a situation like that, a long-lost child coming to see them and blah, blah, blah. Right. So I think they did have a a thought that this could be a scenario so we'll stay close by in town until and you morning. give us a call if you need us and we'll be here if it doesn't work out kind of deal like yeah because they're like oh we're I not leaving because they say we're not leaving till the morning and it's like but if you really wanted to get to california faster you would have left and dropped it but I, yeah the emotional mm -hmm. support which is just shows that you know 
how much they're becoming friends again. That's true, which is fantastic. So right. Her mom obviously says she didn't want her, tells her the whole story. So she goes back and upset. So then the next day they leave to go to California. Like just although when she's in the bathroom, like I'm surprised that she only opened up to him instead of like opening up with the girls as much. I just thought that was a, a an interesting person well, to put in there. That they've been together, like they've been getting closer. Like, great, like you're spending 24 hours a day at this point. It's been like three days at this point, 72 hours straight you've spent with these people. Yeah. And I just think that they were at, like, especially the night before when they were camping and the two bonded over her poetry um, I guess so. or whatever. I think maybe she just needed someone different to talk to. Maybe. Which, can I just say, the poetry part though was really cringy for me. Oh, yes. oh me too. Always oh, crazy. It's just kind of like, right? Okay, because we all knew that video was out at the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it wasn't really read like as a poem. It doesn't work for no, me. No, it doesn't work no. as a poem. No, like it didn't flow right. Like poems don't need to rhyme, but it just it just didn't flow. No. It wasn't it wasn't poetry. But yeah, no, that scene where she breaks down to Ben and tells her what her mother said and everything. Like I just such a powerful performance. Like she's fantastic yeah yeah and I just I did have a thought about her performance in this movie and then seeing her years later in how I met your mother when she was under her conservatorship and she was forced to do that role I like I'm sorry like her acting wasn't the greatest in how I met your mother and now I know why like she didn't want to fucking be there she didn't want to do it she was forced to do it Mm -hmm. but they make fun of her as an actress they make fun of her performance and stuff but like Crossroads was fantastic like I mean, I couldn't do that. Pardon? I couldn't just act like that. And then if you remember, do you remember she was on um, Will and Grace? Don't think I remember that. She was, uh, do you remember when Jack had his talk show? Just Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and she was brought on as the co-host who ended up taking over his show. And she had to talk with this really like Southern accent. And she was um, like a Republican and, but she's not a Republican. Do you not remember that? No. Was she, did she play a different character or was she herself? No, a different character. With a different name? Okay. No, I, yeah. I don't think I remember that. I'll have to like maybe go, like YouTube it or something, but I don't, I don't recall at the moment. I thought she was pretty good in that too. Because it was, that? she was, she had just had the first baby. It was in between the two. So five, oh six, around there. Roughly, because I think it was the last season before Will and Grace was canceled. Okay, you don't remember that at all? Aw, no, okay, you've no. got to watch it. Because I, 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 I remember I watched Will and Grace, so I don't remember. Yeah, well, because we used to call each other after it every night, remember? Yeah, and <laughs> I remember calling you and having conversations with you that you have absolutely no recollection of the next day. I don't recall that. Sleep talk. We had a full-on conversation for an hour while we were watching NSYNC on David Letterman. And then the next day, I asked you about it. And you're like, we never, we weren't on the phone last night. I'm like, yes, we fucking were. Full-on one-hour conversation you completely forgot about. It happened a lot. That. Or the time you freaked out when I landed on your magazines after I smoked my face off your windowsill, our first sleepover. Get off my magazine! <laughs> As Lindy always says, she's clumsy. So just another um, another clumsy like, incident. I remember that because you fell on all the like young YM and teen and all that. And I was like, oh no, my teen people. And she she fell on it and they almost ripped. And of course she split her lip open on my window. <laughs> Don't bleed on my magazines or my blankets. Oh man, that was so funny. 
Yeah, I remember that. So I think at this point we get to California. <laughs> and they look at that nice hotel by the beach, remember? Right. The nice hotel by the beach, which has got the like floor to ceiling windows or whatever or yep. something. Because you know, you've got to have that when you're having a s intimate sexual moment with uh Britney's first time. Mm -hmm. oh, God. I just find that so funny. It's uh, anyway. They were so obvious when Kit and Mimi were like, Hey, you guys want to go? They're like, No, I'm good here. He tosses her the car keys and we're like we like, know I'm what tired. you're doing. I think I'm tired. Yeah. Aren't you tired? <laughs> you know exactly. Right. Come on. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they go to see. Uh, so Kit ends up taking Mimi to go see Dylan instead of going sightseeing because she wants to see Dylan, and he keeps like avoiding her because he's a douchebag. As a we douche, learn in this scene. Dirty douche. Yeah. So uh. she gets. So she gets there, and he's with another girl, and then she also learns that he's the Dylan one who impregnated uh, Mimi. Yeah. And then she her. uses her new self-defense skill. That she learned. The yeah. right. But unfortunately, Mimi falls down the stairs and loses the baby. Because she was yeah. so upset and she, she trips over. Yeah. And she eventually decided to keep her. Yeah. Because it was yeah. a girl. Yep, because she put, put her toes. She says that when she's in the hospital, she had put her toes in the ocean and she felt a kick and decided she was going to keep her. Yeah. So sad. And how they and, and the way they delivered the news to her, like they lost her she lost her baby, like she lost a set of keys. Like it was awful. Yeah, but the scene with Kit and Mimi, how much guilt Kit was carrying yeah. over all of that, even though like it wasn't her fault at all, but the two of them like she felt so much responsibility for Kit losing her baby because of fucking douchebag. She dragged him there. Yeah. And Kit was yeah. so, or Mimi was so accepting and so forgiving. It's like, it's not your fault. And you didn't know he was the one. I didn't say it. It makes me cry every time. And I love that. That's such a strong, powerful female scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The girl bond. And then yeah. when Brittany calls her dad, like, it seems like from the time when she calls her dad to him getting to the hospital is only like two or three hours, which I felt like kind of well, seems kind of a little like, weird. A flight from Georgia, Georgia to California would only be like four hours. But you, you also have to get the, you also have to see if you can get a flight early enough. Like you've also oh, got no, to, like the schedules and stuff. Depends depending on the schedule. Maybe he lucked out and was able to get a flight right away. Yeah, but it just I just thought it was funny. I was like, how often is it that you could yeah. get there in that short of amount of a time, guys? Like maybe the Especially next day. Right, right. Especially after nine yeah. eleven, it wasn't just. Was a lot lot longer to get through security wasn't easy to just hop on a flight at that point but it's a movie we'll give them a break right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. they always need something to put the storyline along we get it i think it was probably filmed prior to that anyway yeah because it was released in 02 right like it was released in i think it's summer of 01 it said so it would have been just yeah, before and by the way you know that britney spears donated a million dollars to the the, the, the people of 9 11 Really? Just to the families that, yeah, she donated a million dollars. Plus, she was on the 9 11 song that made all that money to donate to all the families, too. Do you remember that? No, we talked about that in our 9 11 episode. Or our Britney episode. We did one. Or our Britney episode, maybe. But no, I don't remember. I don't, I don't recall hearing about her donating a million dollars, but the, the song, yes. But no, that's awesome. That's amazing of her. Just yeah. how much. Before she had to, but when she still had control of her money. Yeah, that so was. Ben comes, oh, before that, but before Ben comes in with like music to her song and then she does another performance singing. And then when she says she's not going to the audition, he gets all mad at her because he's like, we did this song, we were gonna do this plan and now you're not gonna audition. You so, you deserve, you know, you deserve this and trying to, I guess. He's upset her. that she's 
her dad. Following her dad instead of following her what she's good at and possibly a new yeah. dream. Yeah. But she eventually figures it out. True. Yeah. And her dad supports her. Yes, yes, he ends up supporting her. He's a little upset at first to lose his daughter, but yeah. he supports her that this is what she but wants to do. I absolutely love the line in the cab where she's like, don't make me do what she did. Don't make me run. Just let me go. Let me go. Like, don't make me run away. You know? and, like, and he did. And uh, performing in the end scene, like he's so proud of her. You can see it on his face, how yeah. happy he is. It's fantastic. It's such a great parenting child scene. And, and in that scene, sign back in. those crazy bell sleeves. I loved that outfit. Right? Loved it. Loved it. Who I didn't want an outfit like that. Who did? Oh, I love everybody. Everybody wanted those. But I was like, yeah, I loved her shirt at the end performance. And then the low rise, like the super wide pants at the bottom, like super low rise, like the choker. Super yeah. Classic Britney 2001. Absolutely. Oh, love it. Absolutely. Oh my God. But yeah, so, okay going talking about that performance so it it goes from the not yet a girl or not a girl not yet a woman song to um overprotected right yeah because that's the end credit song protected they change her from her jeans to like a super short mini jean skirt yes i remember that right sexualizing again like because it's all about that at that point i I mean don't get me wrong she's smoking like she's got killer legs and everything but it's yeah, like there was no need for that. No. She could have turned her jeans or both performances be in the, in the jean skirt. Like, why did you change it? Like, like yeah. fucking love that shirt. Oh my God. I know. I'd still so like, I would not be mad if that was in my wardrobe right now. Like just something similar oh, with I the know. long sleeves and stuff. Right? So cute. So cute. Oh, so absolutely. Cute. Absolutely adorable. Yeah. So like right before the end scene, they, they rebury a box on the beach. And Kit puts in her engagement ring. Yeah, because like, it was. She says, "Give that back." No, uh, screw that. He no, cheated on you. What he did? No, no. he no, raped I mean, your no. friend and cheated on you. Forget I that. Find that in a heartbeat. Me too. Absolutely. Okay, I yes, I hundred percent agree. She absolutely had every right to keep it. She should have blah 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 blah. But had he not done that, and he just you know been a douchebag cheater or something like that, isn't it like by law that like if you're engaged, like certain states that. It, yeah, the the fiance has to give the ring back if the marriage never took place. I don't think I've never actually heard that. The law. I know because it'll happen in a lot of high societies because it's a family ring. The ring signifies like a, a promise or like a verbal kind of contract. To... Well, you have to get on the state law and take a look. Yeah, because I know in certain states, like they will make you give the ring back. Maybe not in California because it happens too fucking often. They're like, what's that? <laughs> but (laughs) but yeah like my last note here was um knowing what i know now about britney's life experiences leading up to like now this year or whatever like i definitely view all of her projects differently like i see how sexualized in this movie i think it all once we knew what was happening now more this year in the past two years i think all of her choices early on makes sense and why she tried to the kevin Federline and the reality show i think it just makes sense that she was trying to get away from that and find somebody to support her who but i mean obviously this is the wrong decision i think she was so desperate she was calling for help and no one was helping her i think she was she was definitely trying like i think the biggest example of her cry 
for help would be her shaving her head and the umbrella incident with the paparazzi because like I think her shaving her head was the only thing that she had control over because people wouldn't stop touching her hair and stuff so she was just like fuck you I'm shaving it off that was her choice of her own control over her own body that she hasn't had in so long not only a lot of girls in hollywood when they're forced because like if you if you notice like anyone who's had to keep their hair long for a certain role the minute they're done that role they cut it because they had to be keeping it a certain way for so long and you said it's that control they didn't have control over it so like miley cyrus kelly cuoco hermione or emma rotson hermione granger (laughs) you know like because they had to have it for so long and they're like, I'm taking autonomy now. And they usually go freaking way short mostly. And that was kind of the same Emma thing Stone with her. Cut, or not Emma Stone. Her, who played Hermione, Hermione Ranger? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. She cut her hair, remember? Yep, yep. beautiful. Yeah. Like and, it happens uh, all Natalie the time. Portman, Natalie Portman, I mean, I know she did it for a role, but she's kept okay. it, she's cut it again before. So Anne, Hathaway. She, Anne Hathaway shaved her head for the role in Les Mis. Yep. And she's short for a while. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I have long hair. Okay. Yeah, Lindy too. I go through phases. I'm I'm usually on the shorter side. I and I took off ten inches back in the spring. Wow. Wow. I had COVID hair. Oh. Slash pregnancy hair. Slash. And then I took off ten inches, and it's a pain. But I don't like short hair on me. Just don't think it looks right. You've always been like long hair long hair do you remember how mad you were when i cut my hair into a pixie cut i was so angry with you i was so upset and katie loved it she she went oohed and on i was so mad at her like don't encourage her lindy it'll grow back you'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) but i think what if you remember before that like maybe maybe a month before that you attempted to give me like black chunks yeah. in my hair. You had dyed your fingers black. Like they were still black when I cut my hair. And you were like, look at this. I did it for nothing because you cut it all off. I know. I was so upset with you. I was so angry. I was like, what are you doing? You were so, so Dial back to Crossroads. Remember yeah. when we went to see it the opening night? Yes. Okay. We were in OAC. And I had a huge project through that day in economics. And my reward was to go to Brittany after school. <laughs> was I had to present with Katie for something. And then I got to go see Brittany. And we went to the like 3.30 show. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think we skipped last period in order to be like the first ones there and get the best. Good seat. enough. It's That's fine. Funny. And it, there was like maybe six other people in the theater with us. Well, it was right after school. Yeah. That's okay. And then yeah. I went saw it once with Jenna. She turned me after she's like, Well, now we can do our road trip. Now we know how to get there. I'm like, Do you think that's how you get there? <laughs> and we talked to her parents. They're like, We're not letting you guys drive across the US no. for fun. Do you remember when we were going to talk to your uncle in Boston to see if we could use his address so we could go on the amazing race? Do you remember yeah. that? Kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> we had to be American citizens, and we were like, "Oh, we would so kill it on the amazing." Race. I still think if I had it in me, I'm just so tired these days. But if I had it in me, I think I'd do pretty well. I think so. I, think, I like. I just yeah. I look at these choices that people make. Like, you're an idiot. I could have done that. Like, you do well under pressure. I do. That's just I'm like last minute kind of. I can pull it together. 
all-nighters you fucking pulled in high school and yes 16 year old me and my thought process thought it was tisk tisk Catherine, oh, I'm sorry for Lindy's laziness back in high school. <laughs> okay, it's haunted me for my adult my adulthood. Look at Lindy, you caused trauma, trauma. <laughs> I think the way she met was an indication for how our friendship was gonna go, though. Pardon? What did she say? Said, the way we met was an indication for how our relationship was gonna go. Remember again in French class in the ninth grade, right? Grade nine, I. <laughs> fucking yelled at you because you wouldn't stop kicking my fucking chair like, you sat next to me and you kept putting your feet on the basket underneath my chair and like oh, right. and it would vibrate my chair and i'm like fucking stop it and like we got in a huge argument or something like that like we just did not get along at first but then i think like our first sleepover was like the following weekend we decided we were best friends like the next week That's i know funny. and we had a really good five years of fun yeah. i mean there were yeah. fights but that was fun. I and I, I enjoy high school because of my friends. Right. Fact, and I tell my husband, I say, you know, like because we look at our six year old and I say, when she's in high school, I don't want her world to revolve around going to parties and this and that. I want it to revolve, I want her to have a close group of friends. I hope they have some sort of boy band or something that they kind of join in on or a sports thing or something they that bonds about they yeah. bond out and that's who they spend their time with i don't want it to be about these boys in school they're trying to go after i mean if it's a like a beaver kind of person in the future mm -hmm. that's fine but like i don't want it to be i want it to be more innocent you know what i mean and yeah. Lindy was always my like bad friend you know what i mean like she did i was the one like, that smoked i was the one that drank, drank. and yeah. out of like the six or seven of us yeah like i was the only one that did any of that. She was so naughty. She, and she was wasn't so, like, even that naughty either, too. But that's hilarious. I wasn't. Like, I really wasn't that naughty. It was, it was I did taboo things. But yeah, at 16, smoking and drinking is kind of, you know, a little taboo to do. So yeah, it's so funny. You were the naughty kid. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's, sorry. I didn't. It was funny, Lindy. It was hilarious. We all had Like, I fight. wasn't a bad influence to you guys. Like, I never no. pressured do any of the things absolutely I... not you would just be like do you want to try it i'm like no it's okay cool i'm gonna do it more for me <laughs> yeah exactly i don't know although like i did try to make a point to like not have a smoke like before i walked into your house because like not not just yours but like tiffany's and katie's and them too because i didn't want your guys's parents smelling the cigarettes on me because i didn't want them to think that i was not a good friend just because i smoked because yeah like and that time you were a bad friend if you smoked. Yeah, like I would be a bad influence on you. So. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Because our parents would have definitely thought that if you came in smelling like cigarettes. Yeah. However, if like my 16 year old child when she's 16 walks in with a friend who smells like smoke, I'm going to think, oh, they're a bad influence on you. Like, it's just, I can't get that out of my mind. You know right. what I mean? Like, but you also have to have the thought that maybe they would be a little bit like me and not pressure your daughter or son into smoking. And that's their own choice. Right. <laughs> you would think so, but I'm still stuck in my old ways. Old you ways. know how I was raised. You know how I was raised. Yeah, <laughs> I know how you were raised. Like your, your mom cracked the whip pretty good. <laughs> and I do too. So there you go. <laughs> right. Apple doesn't fall far, does it? No. Anyway. All right. I just. <laughs> we'll oh, my you know what? No. Wasn't that the year? No, it was the year before that Britney was on the Super Bowl, right? With just the NSYNC. Yeah. And like yeah. Aerosmith, right? Oh, one. Aerosmith yeah, before, and all of And then that. the year later, 
was Crossroads, right? Yes, that was an awesome yeah. performance. I loved that Super Bowl performance. So, so, so good. good. So One good. of the best. Yeah. And I, I loved I, her outfit. Yes. Right. It was so cute. Like the like the football sock sleeve yeah, thing. So the little cute. football Her, crop top. Jersey, like crop top. Oh, so cute. Yeah. yeah. So I, everything she wore was was always adorable. We love like, Brittany, everything. There's a reason she's a fashion icon. Exactly. Right. Like exactly. And I can't wait to see what her out her her wedding dress looks like. Although yes. when she got married to Kfed, I loved her wedding dress. Right. I don't think I know. I'd have to look it up again. It was like short and, and stuff or whatever. No, it was long. Oh, was it? And she had a long veil. And do you remember her and all her bridesmaids? She wore the white velour tracksuit and they all wore the pink velour tracksuit. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in yours. The brides and the that. whatever that. I had the white one and all the girls had the pink. That's, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah, it was Brittany. I had to be like Brittany. All right. Any oh, okay. last crossroads kind of tidbits? I remember that. I remember that her dress. Yeah, that was really pretty. Yeah, I think even her short one. Like even oh, her yeah, short she switched one. into after, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. with the wedding cake. That's the one I remember. Is the short one? Oh yeah, but she cake. had the long one. Yeah. Oh yeah. okay, okay, yeah. yeah. The yeah. like the one she wore during the ceremony. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. No. Like, just I love Crossroads. It's such a good fucking. I watch Crossroads at least twice a year, at least right. when my VCR yeah. is working. It's a good girls' teen coming of age film. We had so many guys ones like Superbad and all of that stuff. It was nice to get a girly one. And it's not your typical chick flick. Yeah. Like, yeah, romance is involved, but it doesn't revolve around the main character. Like, her world doesn't revolve around the guy, you yeah. know? Like, this is a friend, a girlfriend movie. Do yeah. you guys know the YouTube star Jamie French? I've heard that name. She takes movies like Crossroads or Lizzie McGuire movies and stuff. And she kind of reviews them and goes through them all, but she inserts kind of like funny clips of herself be the characters and stuff like that. She okay. did Crossroads one. That would be funny. You have to watch Jamie that. French. Jamie, Jamie French. French. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, we're going to write that down. She did a, she, she will add like, she does, she'll pretend she's a character or something like that. And she'll change sort of how it goes and so it's funny it's funny okay. so if you have a chance check that one out too okay. and she does it to all the like movies that like we would have loved um like she did one to lizzie mcguire and and check out britney on will and grace yes and will oh uh, write that down will, yeah. will and grace i will i will watch those but okay um yeah overall crossroads great fucking movie five stars yeah and five stars i, I love it I don't care it. about the bad reviews or the haters. It was a great movie, and we love it. And we love yep. you, Brittany. Ten out of ten. That's right. Brittany's amazing, right? And her, she had a new perfume drop this week, Ooh. and she's making new music. Yeah, I did hear about really, that. I, I heard I about heard new music. About whether, what'd you say? I like I heard rumblings about whether or not she was actually going to be doing some new music. I was really hoping she would. But it had Word to be. Street is new music's coming, and the new perfume perfume came out. Yay, nice. what's her new perfume called? Do you know? I forget it, but it's an orange and yellow bottle. Looks same circle, but um super cute. Like I'm good if I if it comes to Canada, I'm gonna pick it up. Yeah. And uh hopefully new music. And I would really like her to do something like a Vegas residency again so she has more normalcy. Yeah. Normal life. Yeah, because I think yeah. that was good, but I think she did too many shows a week. I think yes. it should be like two shows a week take the rest up the week off 
Well, what or was maybe she three, doing? like Wasn't Friday, like Saturday, Sunday, or something. Yeah, I think she was doing like um, four to five shows a week. Yeah, like she was just way overworked. Right. I think like, two to three shows three. a week would be it's spread out, so she gets a day off here between each of them, yeah. and then she could still have some sort of normalcy. I would like to see that because then I'd be in Vegas so quick. Me too. Right it. there with you. I wanted I to go see right Backstreet now, Boys at Christmas. I wanted to see that one. I was so sad I was pregnant and I couldn't go and I was so disappointed. I really wanted to see them too. And I recommend it because they had a whole, the whole hotel was turned into Britney paraphernalia. And they had this whole store dedicated to Britney Spears stuff, which I bought kind of. Mm-hmm. I, oh my God, it was so good. It was just top notch. I want, I hope they do something like that again. Yeah. Aw, that, that, I, yeah, I, if she ever does another Vegas residency, I will definitely like try Road to trip go. It. That would be fantastic. Fly it in. Fly it in. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it. I, would, I think it. I'd rather fly because like, flying to Vegas is only what, like four hours or something. Was It's not much. It's not much. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. that expensive the whole no, trip. It wasn't yeah. at all. I went, no. I went for my dirty 30. I went with Monique. We went to Vegas for my dirty 30. It was kind of expensive. <laughs> Way too expensive. It depends on how much, well, I mean, yeah, how much you spend and stuff like that, right? Yeah. On water but, alone, oh my god! <laughs> oh, I know so much, but worth it. If she comes back to Vegas, I'm there. Me too. Oh, me too. I think okay. I would definitely try to make it. I'd probably yeah. drag Aaron along with me. Just be like, see, you need to see Britney live because she's quite the fucking performer. Right. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'll watch her anytime. She's my queen. Yeah. Right. Oh, definitely. Agreed. All bow to her. <laughs> and on that note, ladies, thank you, Catherine, again for joining thank us. Thank you for we having appreciate me. Appreciate it. Thank and you it was it was nice to here, see you Catherine. again after many oh, years. I miss you. I miss you guys. I miss, miss you too. I miss, you. I miss you so much. I miss our time. I know. <laughs> we'll have to get. Well, once this settles down, we'll get back together. Yep. Absolutely. And you're always welcome back on so the podcast as well. We welcome Thanks. everybody all back always. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. We do like a solely episode. I'm sure you'd probably be down for that. Right. I'm going to have to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember that Jacob collage that Tiffany made me that went at the back of our locker? Yes. I still have it. Do you know what I still have from her? The Dan Miller t-shirt she made us that one year for Christmas. I still have my Jacob tank top. <laughs> See, I still, I never wore it because I didn't want it to get wrecked. I never wore mine either, but somehow it still ended up with stain on it. Oh, mine has never left the hanger I put it on when I got it. It's still hanging in my closet. <laughs> That's okay. fantastic. So we need to do an O Town one too. It's it's I put okay. it on the it's on the list somewhere <laughs> as well. I think I've had it in there as well. So thank you so much for uh, being with us today. We really yes, thank, thank you. you for having me. We All appreciate right. it. And yes, yeah, it was good. And bye, ladies. Bye. 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 Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you liked it, be sure to check out our previous episodes on our website at www.millennialspod.com. And also, you can check them out on Spotify, Anchor, Google, or Apple Podcasts. While you're there, hit the follow and subscribe button so you can stay up to date on all of our latest episodes. Also, you can follow us on all of the socials, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Turn of the Millennials Pod, and like us on Facebook to leave a comment and a review. We greatly appreciate it. We will see you next episode.